Sports Pick 6 coming your way on this Monday, November 2nd. Brad Dalius joined by the president of AIM System, Jerry Skelton. Jerry, not too bad this weekend, you know, in college football and in the NFL. On the college scene, you had Michigan State. They took down Michigan when those two teams hook up. It's always a good game. And I'll tell you what, Harbaugh cannot win some of these big time games. And I mean, Michigan State wasn't even ranked and they just can't win these games against rivals. So that's that's one story this weekend. And, you know, you had Clemson in a battle with Boston College. Uh, you had West Virginia over Kansas State. Lots of good stuff on the college scene. What kind of stood out to you? Yeah, well, what stood out to me is, hey, Brad, when you're right, you're right. I mean, we are right more than wrong on this program. I hope you listeners are just lying in your pockets with money. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I'm supposed to be charging for, and you're getting it for free. Anyway, aimsystems.live is where we have the plays that our customers are playing. We like to have fun here. We like to educate you. We like to talk about the games. We have a lot of fun, Brad and I go back and forth. But if you remember, here's what we told you. Again, we should queue up some tapes every once in a while, Brad. That would be a good idea. But we told you Michigan State versus Michigan. We said, you know, Michigan State lost to Rutgers. Rutgers hasn't been relevant in forever. They beat Michigan State. Had Michigan State just won the game, all right? The look-ahead line on Michigan-Michigan State was 14, all right? I wake up the next morning, it's 24 and a half, Brad. I mean, that's ridiculous. What kind of number is that? Again, I don't have to win these games, but I'll tell you what. I'm going to put myself on the right side of a 10-point value. Again, the true line was about 14. I did, did I expect Michigan State to win? No, I did not. I'd be lying to you if I told you that, and so would anybody else. I did say I will take 10 points of extra value. I did say Michigan State will play close, and they will play it tight. And, you know, you throw out the records when these two teams come together, and we were right. You know what? It wasn't. <laughs> expecting Harbaugh can't win these was games, Mel Jerry. Tucker out coaching Jim Harbaugh. I mean, yes. Mel Tucker's been, he's been, he, what has he got? 14 games under his coaching career. Harbaugh has been around forever. By the way, the most overrated coach in the history of the world. I can't stand when I, I, I obviously COVID saved us from this nonsense, but when ESPN has Harbaugh taking his players to the great wall of China, I want to puke when I see this stuff. All the free is he more overrated he than Franklin? Is he more overrated than Franklin of Penn State? Well, yeah, because he's rated higher. So Franklin might be worse, but he's not more overrated because Harbaugh's like, you know, his name is on the tip of everyone's tongue when a pro job, it was like David Shaw. Like everybody in the NFL wants David Shaw. Yeah, okay, when the NFL name. was a bunch of conservative clowns, yeah, he would have fit just perfect. But, you know, yep. now people are starting to get it and be a little bit more aggressive. But again, we'll take these winners every single week. You want to give me free 10 points? I'll grab it. I didn't think they were going to win, but another game. Again, cue up the tape, Brad. When I said you're four and one, 16th ranked Kansas State Wildcats going to travel to Morgantown, West Virginia. And West Virginia was the favorite. It makes no sense. It makes no sense that a 16th team ranked in the country would be not just a dog, but like a three, four and a half point dog. We told you it doesn't make any sense. So you know what you do? You just lay West Virginia and collect your money in the morning, and that was a blowout. Uh, I don't even have the final in front of me, but I don't think it was ever 37 close. to 10. 37 to 10. 10. So I was right. It never was close. West Virginia, that game even closed, even worse. It went up to like five, five and a half. West Virginia in a blowout. It's just one of these games that just doesn't make any sense, but you go ahead and lay with it. Now, another game that we were right on, again, we weren't wrong, I don't think ever, but you know, on this program, you might have to fact check me on that. But Duke against Charlotte. We told you that we like that pesky little Duke team. 
you know, Duke is, uh, you know, they, they've had some turnover struggles. They can play good defense. Charlotte was just totally outmatched. Sometimes you get these matchups where, you know, Duke has been playing, you know, under the radar. I remember they turned it over seven times against Virginia. They got beat by Notre Dame in a crazy. game that should have been, it was closer than the final score indicated. They went and they played Charlotte and they just showed that they're a different team, 53 to 19. And one last one I want to touch on. Now, we didn't give this out as a release, but we talked about how I got information about Lawrence. It was something we really couldn't share with the customers, but I went and grabbed 33 and a half on BC for no reason other than the facts that Lawrence was going to miss. Now, that game went down to about 24, so it moved about nine points, and then it crept back up because uh, you're going to say this guy's name or what? I tried to get you to say it on Friday, but you wouldn't say it. DJ, we're calling him DJ, the quarterback for Clemson. What's it? Ugalele, Ungahele? What, what's his name? Yeah. I, ukulele makes yeah, sense. Something that like that. Me. I mean, it's like DJ Ukulele. It, it's similar to Ukulele in a way. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's the best I can go with. Five star prospect. Got a cannon for an arm. 6'5, 250. I mean, he's going to be a stud. But you, you sprung him in there against a real team. BC is, you know, they're not, uh, they're not Alabama. But they were no, real they were competent. They're more than competent. Yeah. But they got they shut had, out in the second half. They so. had a twenty-eight ten lead. I no one saw this coming. Lawrence was worth about seven points. That's about fair, fair value. But they were still a twenty-seven point favorite over Boston College. I just took the bet because we knew it was a bad line without Lawrence. I wasn't in love with it. I if I got blown out, I would have just dealt with it. But you know, twenty-eight ten, they were down. Clemson comes roaring back, twenty-eight one to zero in the second half. 34-28 win. They saved their season, but now we got more bad COVID news. He's going to miss the Notre Dame game. Uh, here's another thing that we're looking at. Notre Dame game with Lawrence in the game. A couple of sports books have had it up. Uh, the look ahead line, you know, they call them like games of the year. You know, they're not going to put up UL Lafayette and Arkansas State, you know, week 12, but they will put up Notre Dame against Clemson. Uh, the line was 14 and a half. All right. I saw some threes, fours, and that was wrong. Uh, it settled in around six. Now that's right. He's uh, Lawrence is worth about seven points. He's worth about a touchdown. And a lot of times it's not just what your quarterback is worth. It's the value of the backup. So uh, seven points is about fair. And uh, like I said, four, three and a half and four was too cheap. I saw some sixes right now. It's five and a half. You know, I'm not going to play that game. There might be some stuff closer to post, but I'm just looking at line value and movement and what guys are worth and stuff that are bouncing around. You know, we got plenty of time to break down these weeks going ahead. We're, you know, this Monday is all about looking backwards to see if we can find some winners going forward. So that wraps up the colleges. Let's kind of go into the NFL yeah. and see what we thought there. Yeah, yesterday in the NFL, you know, that Saints-Bears game was interesting because it was just classic, uh, again, Nick Foles. He finds ways to sling passes around here and there, and he keeps them in games always, it seems that way. I mean, Chicago was down 10, and then they Yeah, but he keeps them in games in both ways. Like, well, they should have been blowing that team to, out. No, they, yeah, they, were, they, should have been, they should have had a big lead, but because of Nick Foles, they didn't. They didn't put distance between them and the Saints. The Saints were sleepwalking. The Bears defense was dominating. The Saints could do nothing right. And again, there's another moron that costs his team the game. And I cannot stand this. And I'm I'm not being Monday morning quarterback. I'm telling you what I saw real time, and I was so annoyed. So here's a game that it was, I think it was, it might have been 10-3 at the time. All right? The Saints have the ball on their own 40. It's a third and 18, all right? 
they're ready to just run the clock out and go to halftime, right? Nagy decides to take a timeout because he wants the ball back. Now, there's a couple of things about this. First off, you're facing against Drew Brees and Sean Payton on their own 40. They're not on their own five or six, all right? Second off, they're on their own 40. Let's say you do stop them and with you, you punt it and, and Falls gets the ball in his own 10 with 42 seconds to go in windy conditions. What are you doing then? So what is this moron doing calling a timeout? So what does he do? He calls a timeout before third and 18. They pick up 17 yards and then they decide to go for it on fourth. They pick up the first down. They go down. And they score a touchdown to make it 13-10 at halftime. That's supposed to be 13-3 going into the half. They gave, they forced Peyton and Breeze to be aggressive. Just and let that was them the run out the clock. Just that was the them, difference. Just go to half. It's third and 18. They're going to run a draw, and they're just going to be over with. But you called timeout. You forced them to be aggressive. Like I said, they were on their own 40, not their own five or six. And even if it worked out right, so you get foals on his own 10 well, like before the half, what are you going to do? Run your own drawback? I mean, it was just so stupid. These coaches are idiots, and I don't know what they're doing. But again, Falls keeps teams in on both sides. You know, he can make some plays here and there. He's streaky, but he's also ice cold. I mean, they didn't have a first down. They didn't have a third down conversion in the second half. The whole third quarter, they did crap. He woke up when it was really, really late to force overtime, but they did nothing the entire third quarter. And that's strictly on Matt Nagy for calling that timeout. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. But let's talk about you got me. You always go to the games that piss me off. I don't know why you do that. I know it gets you going. It, it creates great podcast entertainment. That's why this podcast is so awesome, Jerry. Come so, on. I want to go and get a little happy, a little smiley face. And let's talk about the Dolphins and 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 my yeah. boy Tua. I was joking. I was watching Man, this game with a couple time. of friends, and uh, you know it was seven nothing. He fumbles his first time he touches the ball. Donald absolutely annihilated him and i'm like oh christ we're down seven nothing this well, is another blowout and <laughs> then and then they they get a turnover right back and he gets like a four-yard touchdown strike then they get a jakeem grant punt return then they get a fumble return and jared goff under pressure like we talked about you know under pressure he's not the same quarterback and a lot of people aren't but he's really exaggerated and I, every time I looked up, the Dolphins were sacking them or there's an interception of the fumble. And we just kept joking. We're like, yeah, it's all Tua. Tua this. Tua's playing free safety. Tua gets the win. And he was so candid in his interview after when he was like, you know, I stunk today. Thank God we got a good defense or whatever he said. But, yeah, it was it was fun to watch. You know, he was a game manager, which is not going to be his position going forward. He just didn't make any mistakes. And they were just, you know, they were energized. Their offense was, was not doing much, but – even uh, Brian Flores said, you know, if you look at the stats, we got dominated, but it didn't feel like that. And if you watch the game, it was just Jared Goff running for his life, the defense playing out of their minds, and Tua just, you know, handing the ball off and small passes here and there. We had the Dolphins. We loved them. Plus yeah. three. Again, another winner. If you can find some losers, please let me know where they are because I don't think I had any. But, uh, yeah, Tua, it's got to be a little bit better. They do get the Cardinals. They're going out to play against the Cardinals. So Tua and Kyler Murray. Looking forward to that matchup. But again, like I said, we've got a lot of time to look forward. Right now, we're just kind of look backwards. What are the game perked your interest? How about Pittsburgh staying undefeated? Taking down oh, yeah, Baltimore. That's, Come back. That is, uh, that's very impressive what they're doing over there. Again, that, that defense is nasty. I mean, they're for real. Chase Claypool. They snuck up on people. I mean, I, no one really thought that defense would no, be this No, because they're just young and aggressive, and they have a lot of high draft picks, and they didn't miss on anybody. They got speed. They're athletic. They're young. They're just dominating. And and Claypool, he makes, you know, 
Smith-Schuster's having a down year, but he really isn't because they're 7-0. and He's doing what he's supposed to do. I mean, a great second half yesterday, but with, with Claypool and Ebron, and they get to spread it around, and James Washington, they don't have to. Like, Juju was trying so hard to be Antonio Brown when they got rid of Antonio Brown, and he doesn't have to be. He'd just be a complimentary wide receiver. So, yeah, that was a, that was a great – that was like the game of the week over there. Great showing by them. Indianapolis in a blowout looked really well. How about Minnesota beating Green Bay? What do you think about that? I was, you know, for a second there, I thought that the Vikings, I was like, oh, here we go. Far, um, Aaron Rodgers and company are going to make the comeback here at the end. I thought Green Bay was maybe going to pull it out, but that's a big victory for Minnesota. I mean, they were pretty much, you know, I mean, the season was almost over. Yeah, I told they you. Lose Green that Bay's one, frauds. So. There's a bunch of, the NFC is I know you're not big on them, but. Green Bay, they're, they're we talked about get, this. They, the Bears, we talked about them. They're all. The Packers central. are going to be probably like a one and done in the playoffs. It looks like. At this I mean, point. but the it, thing is, they all can't be one and done. I don't even know who's good. Who's good? I mean, it's Seattle. Tampa Bay. Yeah, Seattle and Tampa Bay, right? And I guess New that's, Orleans I, I when they get it. the receivers back. Those are the three. That that's about it. And then in the AFC, yeah. you got Kansas City and Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah. So you get like uh, six teams legitimately that can win the title, and that's it. Yes. I mean, you can. Uh, you can say whatever you want. It was a lot of funny wind games. I mean, we didn't even talk about what about Tennessee losing to Cincinnati, not just losing, never being in the game. Like they were never, they were down early. They tried to make a comeback. They never took the lead. I, I don't know. Joe what's Burrow up with that show. Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow show. Mike Rabel, no show. I don't know. Like the, 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 I don't, I'm not a big fan of Rabel either, but let's talk about a couple of things here. Kansas city chiefs. <laughs> biggest spread in my lifetime. I mean, they kind of, Adam Gase, I was cracking up laughing. I'm like, yeah, you know, when you go to play the Chiefs, right? Here's your game plan, Brad. Let's kick as many yeah. field goals as we can. How about that? Yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's, kick a field goal, that's Chiefs touchdown. Kick a field goal, hand him the Chiefs Lombardi touchdown. Trophy kick a field goal, Chiefs touchdown. What are you doing kicking three field goals against the Chiefs? I know coaches are not supposed to look at the spreads, but you know you're a big underdog. You know you can't beat the Chiefs by kicking field goals. So what does he do? He's got three field goals and he's down twenty-one to nine at halftime. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. This case. So I mean, I wish he would kick another play, field goal. I know, right? The Jets play the Patriots this week, and then I believe the Jets are on their bye. I think after the Patriots, we really, wait, hold on. Remember week. how we talk about look ahead lines here on this show? We always talk about look yeah. ahead lines. Well, we looked ahead. The bye is favored over the Jets by three points. Did you know? <laughs> That is so fitting. Now, I'm telling you that I think he's getting canned after they lose to New England this week. They'll be 0-9 anyway, on the bye. AIMSystems.live is where you can find us, all right? So we are, you know, like I said, we try to have some fun. We try to educate you. We try to talk about the games. We talk about what's going on yesterday, tomorrow. Go in ahead. We, we have election talk. We have NHL, football, basketball, hockey. Anything you want, we'll talk about. And AIMSystems.live is where you can get the goal, where you can get my plays, where my customers are playing again one other thing seattle real quick i want to close off seattle and san francisco uh san fran garoppolo gonna miss some more time and kittles out eight weeks you know what you could do with them stick a fork with them they're done they're finished so we're not talking about san francisco anymore uh seattle you know they were up 30 to 7 at one point i think the score was the final score was only 37 27 it wasn't that close and uh dallas with ben denucci only reason he's playing is because Mike McCarthy and his uncle were like high school buddies and they coached him in basketball. This guy, I, I, I hate to say this about people. He's making a living doing, you know, he's one of the, you know, top 40 people in the world at his position, but he doesn't belong in the NFL. He does not Jerry. belong there. He's there for nepotism. He's there because McCarthy knows his brother-in-law. 
Jerry, that game last night was not fitting to be on Sunday Night Football. No, that it was, was like they were talking about high school. You know, they put Zeke Elliott has never ran Wildcat in his entire Cowboys career. He did it three times in the first quarter last night. Like they knew that this kid doesn't belong. I'm waiting for Garrett Gilbert. I think it was the uh, AFF or the A, whatever, whatever league he played in. Not the Vince the McMahon Alliance. League. The, uh, the Alliance. Yeah, he was slinging the rock around. I would like to see what he's got to do. This Danucci does not belong. You know, nice kid. I don't mean to pick on him. I don't know him personally, but he doesn't belong in the NFL, okay? He doesn't belong there. Let's just uh, – Philly got a nice controversial fumble return for a touchdown that kind of locked that up because if they lost yeah, – That was that- weird. I thought Curry was down on the play. It was one of those bizarre – there was a lot of bizarre things last night too. How about in the end zone on the interception, I believe, for Dallas where the – Oh, with the knee, uh, defender, chin, the whatever. Knee, I, I had never yeah. seen that before with one leg. Yeah, it's, it counts for two. That, that, yeah. That's bizarre. Well, that was bizarre. We, to me. I, we always know the knee counts for two feet, knee or elbow, but that was like a shin, and the knee actually came right, down out. Right. So you know, I guess weird. It's kind of like the elbow. But yeah, a lot of weird stuff happened in that game, and that was a terrible game to put on Monday night. And so was this one. So let's go ahead and look at your Tampa Bay Bucks and your Tampa Brady, Tampa Bay Brady Buccaneers playing against yeah. at the Giants. All right, again. This is a game where if you pass it or if you don't even watch it, I don't blame you. The line right now is 13, okay? I can never in my life lay 13 on the road with an NFL football team. I know it's probably the right side, and I could wake up tomorrow and the Bucs could win 44-3. to I'm just not doing it. So we don't have a play in this game. We may have some late information, aimsystems.live, with some props, maybe something to screw around with that you might see, maybe a player prop. But gun to the head, you guys are here. You listen to me for a reason. You, you got to play the Giants plus 13. I mean, if you lose, you lose. It won't be the first bet. It won't be the last bet. It won't be the worst bet you ever made. Giants plus 13 has to be the play for me. You know, to win by two touchdowns on the road, it's just not that easy. And and Daniel Jones lit up the Bucs last year in a, in a win that they had. I think it was their first win. I think they were 0-5. They went into Tampa, and they won the game. You know, they did have Barkley, so that's a little bit different. But it was that comeback win. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, different team it, it, where the seas parted and, and Daniel Jones just took like a QB draw, like right up the middle into the end zone. But it's a different Bucs team. It's a different Giants team. I just, the points are too much, right? Don't go crazy. Bet some pizza money on it. Instead of going to the movies, just go ahead and watch Tampa and the Giants and take the Giants plus 13. And uh, we talked a lot. We're going to wrap this up. And, uh, See what happens with the election tomorrow, Brad. Yeah, can't wait for that. Man, we had fun with those uh, prop bets we did. Yeah, we're going to have some more for you tomorrow. So, yeah, it'll be good there's tomorrow. no, there's we'll no football, no nothing tomorrow. We'll have some yep. props. Let, let, well, I'm going to dig up some election props for you to have some fun. Again, we're not going to get political on this show. We're just going to get some betting lines and we'll just have some fun with it. Jerry, thanks, my man. Great start to the week here. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right, man. Be good. Thanks for having me. I'm Brad Dallas. Keep living the dream, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>